Welcome back to Culinary Insight, the podcast about where the passion and the heart of the kitchen begins. I'm your host, Chef Tate Roussel. I am from Clear Creek Independent School District here at Clear Springs High School. I am the director of culinary and the lead instructor. With me, I have a fascinating guest. She has demonstrated unimaginable skills, created a very professional work environment, and made this class fun for her and her fellow students. So with me today is Ms. Hannah Beal. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Have you heard any of these podcasts before? I have not. Okay. What has hindered you from doing that? Um, I just haven't found one that like actually catches my attention enough to want to listen to it. Fair enough. Find ways to make it more engaging. What makes you excited about coming to class every day? What makes me excited is honestly coming to this class and being able to cook. My most exciting part about my day is being able to come in this class and be myself around these students who are able to be themselves and just cook and do something that I love to do. Do you have a good relationship with food? Not the best relationship, no. Um, not really a much of an eater. I can make food for others. I like to watch other people be able to eat, if that makes sense. I just personally myself can't build up the confidence, I guess, to get myself to eat something. Is there any advice you could give to someone who is maybe having a very difficult time with food, with eating, they don't know what to do. Is there any advice you can share with them to kind of help them get them over this hurdle? Um, I would say, honestly, start off with little things. Little things you eat matter more than the bigger things you eat because even though it's hard for you to eat, you can still get something little in your stomach. So you're still able to feel full and be able to not be sick, make yourself sick from it. I just think that, like, they should just eat something small and then work up to something bigger. Like, you don't have to have three meals a day. You can have, like, just breakfast or just lunch or just dinner. So you don't always have to do the three-meal rule. That's actually good advice to have for anybody is have little small meals throughout the day and it keeps your metabolism going. How has taking culinary in this class, how has that helped you so far? Taking culinary has helped me by showing me that I can... Even when I'm not sure if it's something that I want to do and I put my all and my effort into it, I can get it done and make it look incredible as long as you believe in what you do. I've learned that 100% you have to have self-confidence in everything you do when it comes to cooking. Because if you don't, then it won't turn out as you want it to be. You could take that lesson and apply it anywhere, uh, no matter what you do, as long as you're confident about what you do and you're proud of it. The result's going to be great. Besides cooking... What other skills have you taken away so far from this class? Being an artist. I love being an artist and learn that when you come with cooking, you can make your food look so pretty, even though it's just food. Like you can serve someone something and it just be a plate full of a disaster and they would think it looks nasty. But if you make it look beautiful and you make something in a certain way and then something in the other way and then you add a little sauce to it and it looks beautiful, then someone's going to want to eat it because it has art and it has color and creation to it. So you're saying you eat with your eyes first. Yeah. Yeah. If it looks tantalizing and pleasurable, then that's something you might enjoy. That's an, a great lesson that you've taken away from this. And that's something that is not directly taught, but it's inferred. Why did you decide on taking culinary? I decided to take culinary because ever since I was a kid, I didn't have the best like past life or best mother, so I didn't eat a lot as a child. So I used to tell myself that ever since I was a kid, 
I would grow up and be either a chef or a pastry chef. Pastries is just because I love to bake goodies and have sweets and stuff. But a chef was mainly because watching watching me and my friends grow up as little kids, not eating the things we should have or eating at all, it kind of makes you realize that there's like other people in the world who don't actually eat. So my main reason I wanted to be a chef was to not for myself, but for myself at the same time, but to help other people be able to eat and get out of the circle or whatever they're in. Those are, that's a more in-depth in skill set and reason why you take it than some people will either take the time to ponder upon. You need to have a reason why you do things. And so that way you can go back to your first point of being self-confident. Do you have any peaks, highlights you want to share from your time so far in this class? My favorite time is probably the dinner. I love doing the dinners and taking the pictures of everyone's smiles on their faces and them enjoying the food and getting to hear everyone talk about it and the field trips. The field trips to all the different types of places we've been to, like the markets and stuff. It's really cool to see that our Walmart or some, or our Kroger is different than a Chinese market in Houston. So that was like one of my favorite things was the field trip and our dinners and the random projects we come up with. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because these dinners are such a f stressful but fun atmosphere. Be able to serve the community your passion. Yes. And allowing them to you know just see how much love goes into what we do and how everything is like aesthetics and how we put food on a plate so that it looks pretty for all those pictures. A market. Those markets are so neat. You can't find stuff like that. in. I have always wanted to be to go to one until you took us to one. And then I had my grandpa take me to the Hong Kong market mm -hmm. and I got like so much cool stuff, like just to cook. Like I got noodles to make chow mein, a whole bunch of other things. It's just crazy to think that other people cook with things that we don't even know we can use to cook with. Yeah, that's a highlight of Mark. It's going there and seeing things. And if you, depending if you go to an ethnic market, things might be in another language. You don't know what they are. And that's some of the fun things I used to do when I was coming up is just go pick random things and see what it is. Some things were amazing. Some things you can use too much of, like fish sauce. It's way too salty. <laughs> Never had fish sauce. Yeah, it's made with fermented fish and salted, and it's used a lot in South Asian cuisine, but you add a little bit of it to a dish, and you give a whole umami flavor, but it, it's really salty. You don't want to use too much of it. What inspires you to make you your best self? Myself. <laughs> Honestly, I've kind of just been, like, on my own what feels like at least for 18 years so it's just kind of I've learned my I've learned to love just myself self-reliant mm -hmm. very being strong and handling in these situation that is definitely what can make you your best self that is very intuitive and deep and I'm I'm it warms my heart to know that you can share that with us if you could go into a time machine, travel forward, what would you tell your future self? I would probably tell myself that no matter the struggle or anything you go through, that I'll always have it. Like, no matter what. Because to me, you can tell me a million things and I would still not believe one thing until... I took the action myself. So I would just tell myself not to give up and to do it for myself because at the end of the day with everything I do, I do it for myself. It would just be me making sure that the Hannah in that year doing perfectly fine and just reminding her to keep her head high and just do it on her own and 
build up by yourself. That's something we can lose sight of as you age and get older and wiser. You lose yourself into so you're telling your future self, hey, stay grounded, stay here, stay present. Most individuals at your age may not have that that foresight. And if you can tell yourself that, I would would love to know in 10 years if you could travel back to today, if you would have a different advice to give your past self. I would honestly probably tell myself like today, if I was in the future, to not be so hard on myself, to give myself a a chance to breathe and not stress yourself out so much and just let it all fall into line because right now I'm just kind of like all over the walls and everything and not just taking everything in as it should be. So I would just tell myself to calm down and let it all flow before I mess it all up even more. Your other answers, and I think people might overlook it, is you are very introverted. You understand yourself. You have these self-talks with yourself that most people your age wouldn't even admit they do that. It's high school. It's about, you know, your outward perception. Do you have any advice, fun, not fun, that you could give to a uh, first-year student? Don't use the class just for eating. The class is not just for eating. It's more than that. If you're going to come into the class or you're going to come into anything, you have to want to actually do it. If you're going into something and you don't want to do it, or it's not something you're 100% about, you're going into it for no reason. You're wasting your time, wasting your time sitting around doing something that you don't even want to do whenever you can be doing something you actually want to do. So I just think that you should do something if you really want to do it and not hold it off because you're not sure if you want to do it. Because if you do something that doesn't make you happy versus if you do something that makes you happy, if you're not happy, you're just not going to have fun. But if you're happy, you're going to have the best time ever. I would say be happy where you are. Don't put yourself in a spot where you're not happy.
I try to give y'all enough leeway that you can have that experience to make create your own path. We might be doing a section on a topic, but there is leeway for you to be have creativity, improvisation, what you're doing at the moment, how you can adjust the recipe. I really like that that advice you would give. I think it's it's good advice. And I, the whole, I wish I would like to find a way that students could resonate deeper with them coming from me. But I know as an instructor, I don't get all the my points across about things that matter or creativity, working together, be able to interact with each other and improvising. I wish that could came, come across more. I don't know how. I mean, honestly, with a lot of the teenagers nowadays, it's really hard to show them that someone is caring without them feeling like no one cares. I understand like where you're coming from, but that's just because I have the mind of how adults think. As a child, I would see that kids just think it's all fun and games. They don't actually think about what's really going to come until it comes. When you say something, it just flies right past their head until it actually happens to them. And then they're like, oh, well, he was right. I shouldn't have done that. So it's just honestly some of the kids in this class just don't fully think about how they're going to do things or even listen to how things are going to be done. It is hard because, yes, it's hard when you have people who don't listen to you. That's such a hopefully it's just a generational thing. Growing up on a lot of social media, be able things that you do, you don't have the forethought of how it's going to impact me and you're trying to get a light. And that light now, a year from now, is not that important and it could harm you. And I think it's uh, hopefully it's a generational thing. Maybe we can find a way to think about what we say, especially if we write. It could be fun now, but it can get you in trouble. How do you see the program growing to reach more students and reach more of the community? Um, I feel like we should be able to do more things things. We should have like a a type of thing set up to where kids can come to like a day or come for a day. Kids that want to do the program or have thought about the program can come for a day and just like watch through the window or have a buddy, a partner or some somebody that they're with. They could cook with that person for the day or that person could show them around or how the program works. Or we could get more things that lure kids in here. Like if we had or, for example, we might get our tower garden. So that that might be really cool to some kids who like to garden. They might want to come in here and take care of the garden or, you know, some kids might want to actually be hands on, but never even was too scared to say something to be in the class because they didn't think they could make it because they weren't a good cook or something. So I just think if we had some, had a program to where like kids could buddy up with someone who's never been in the class or never done it and we could have like a sign up paper or something for kids who want to do it. It could be like during lunchtime so it's not interfering anyone's classes or anything. And then you have your second and your third years also helping them. So it's the most advanced um, kids helping. That's why I love that question so much, because I get so many different perspectives. And some a lot of them are just ideas I haven't thought of. And having more than one mind on a problem usually produces better outcomes. There's no bad ideas. We could even do like a like the cake wars. Mm -hmm. Like we could do it to where everyone in the class like made a cake and it would obviously have to talk to the principal about it. But like we could put them on the stage and have boxes to where kids go and grab a paper and they vote. And maybe like in my head, if I saw that, I would think, oh, wow, like they're doing like cool little they do cake wars to where everyone sees who wins when at the end of the day we all win because we all do amazing. 
But um, and then we grab the boxes and then someone just everyone thinks, OK, they do fun things. They don't just cook food. They do cakes. They do like the gingerbread houses. I've heard a lot of people this year talking about if we're doing gingerbread houses again and how cool they thought they were. I thought the gingerbread houses were a really cool idea and how we put them in the hallway so kids could see them. I think that gives kids more of an insight of what it's actually like in the classroom. She's alluding to uh, last year for their semester project they baked gingerbread, the raw icing, and put together houses of their own design. Then we put them on display, and they had some amazing creativity. They had some that you could tell that had struggles, and they made it work. It's something I really wanted like to do again. That was so much fun and learned so much. Yes, I honestly really liked it because it wasn't even a basic gingerbread house. It was what we wanted to create. So, like, mine was a tree house. Someone's was a mansion. Someone else's was a farm. So it was just, like, so cool that we can turn something simple like a little gingerbread home into a treehouse or a farm or anything like that like we want it to be just by cooking it so it's cool and all the different shapes like we had to do our own algorithm to get our own shapes and everything like that and I just think it was really cool for everyone to like learn and like get that experience I like it I think it's definitely something I was on the fence about about doing again seeing hearing because I, I don't get direct feedback it's hard hearing that that was impactful. I think it's going to be a staple. We can all have to do it for Christmas either. We can make it over Easter or Valentine's or any other. Halloween too. Now at, at Target, they're doing like Halloween houses and cookies. We should do Halloween cookies or... Something spooky themed. We could do the gingerbread like cinnamon from like pumpkin spice or like pumpkin gingerbread houses. If that makes sense. It does. I love it. What was the best compliment you have ever received from anyone? Like any compliment ever? Any compliment. Probably I have a pretty smile. I don't really like my smile much, but when people tell me I have a pretty smile, it makes me feel really confident about my smile. So you're telling me that being nice to someone actually impacts their mindset? Yeah. No. Yes, a lot, actually. Yeah, amazing how that... It makes them feel 100% better all day. Having somebody tell you that you matter means more than putting them down. Yes. Hmm, what's a novel idea? What question should I have asked you that I did not ask? What I would change differently. So I would probably change differently. I would look more into the students who actually want to be in the program. Because, like, starting to come to realize it, we get so many kids in here, and it's already hard with, like, the amount of kids we have in a classroom because it is a kitchen. Um, I think it should be a class full of kids who want to do it, not kids who just took the course because it's their senior year and they need a course or it's their junior year and they need a course. I think it should be kids who actually put effort into it and want to do what they're succeeding to do. I wish you could also understand the other point of view. I have to have certain criteria and there's a maximum amount of students and there is a process. I would like to find a way to, to, to streamline the process to make it where we find our niche it's hard if you to get it out that there's more to it than just there's cooking there's more cleaning than cooking yeah but i love cleaning so what questions do you have for me how long have you been a teacher this is going on my ninth year at springs i taught food science for four years and this is my fifth year in culinary so do you ever plan on retiring or if so when i will retire one day um i don't know when 
I, when the job stops being fun, when it stops being impactful and meaningful to a student, when I see myself not coming across to teach proper lessons, then it's, it's a way I can think of time to change it up. Because I came into the, to teach because I had cancer and I wanted to do something. When I got over, when I finished and went in remission, I wanted to do something and I wanted to make, I know people say it all the time, but I wanted to matter. And if it mattered to one student, then I've done what I wanted. And that's why I'm in teaching. And that's what my why is still. And I have students that come back that I've taught my first year that I've seen that are now teachers. And they've told me they're teacher because of me or what I, how I made the class that that's meaningful. That is a thankless job. And that's a thank. I thank you for spending 30 minutes with me today. I thank you for your insight, your candor. And that's one thing I do appreciate is you being yourself. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I enjoyed it. And thank you for talking to me and having me in your podcast. Hey, this is about you. This is about my students. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. So, listeners, this has been a very deep and somewhat fun, when I say fun, not funny, but it's been enjoyable experience with Miss Hannah Beal. She's going to be graduating in a couple of months and going out to the real world. And so, you, you have a social media account you want people to follow you on? Uh, sure. I have t- uh, Snapchat. It's Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H underscore B-E-A-L 26. And then my Instagram is that, but backwards. It's Beal Hannah 26. And uh, she has some really neat stuff she does on there. If you can, give us a follow on our Instagram. We have two of them. We have Bistro underscore Urbano underscore CCISD culinary underscore insight underscore podcast there's our instagram account and that's linked to our twitter as well give us a follow give us a listen share i look forward to speaking to everyone again thank you so much Thank you for listening. We'll be right back after a short break.